Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we can come together to talk all things talent development, career development, and also performance management and talent management, which is what we talked about in our last episode where I interviewed Karina Napuri about the modern approaches to performance management that she has been implementing. And I hope you got some value from that. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and check it out. Today is our bonus Q&A round with Karina Napuri. I'm going to ask her about her career successes, her biggest mistake, the challenges and trends she sees in talent development, a book recommendation, and her best career advice. So here we go. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you are joining me today for another great conversation to help you up your game in talent development. I'm back today with Karina Napuri for part two of our conversation. This is our bonus Q&A round. We're going to dig in to a little bit of your career, Karina, and what you're seeing in the marketplace. So let's start with you, Karina. What would you say has been your biggest success or proudest moment in your career so far? You know, actually, my current role makes me quite proud. Most of my career has been in very large organizations, and I had been recruited to join this organization to help start a talent development function where there wasn't one. And over the course of the last four years, we have really uh, put some some um, really good practices and systems in place. And it has grown to include learning solutions, talent development, talent reviews, as well as leadership development programs in what seems in retrospect to be quite a short time. And in addition, we had enough infrastructure in place to pivot when the whole world had to change the way they approach things and meet the business right where they needed the help the most. And our goodwill and our good energy and our efforts and initiatives were so well received prior to that, that when the moment came for additional help and support on how to remain productive while suddenly going remote immediately, if not sooner, 
people were consuming our material and, and finding ways to connect. Fantastic. Love that. Flip side, Karina, what's been one of your biggest mistakes or failures in your career? What did you learn from it? You know, I, I don't know that I would call it a failure, but I will say that the mistakes I will always attribute back to copy paste best practice. Mm. Every one of them have that theme. The best practice is meant to be informative, but the best practice becomes the best practice because it uses the structure of how other organizations have done it before and then assessing it for the current company's situation. If you move too quickly, sometimes the ask is to move immediately, if not sooner, hurry things up without the assessment, you wind up copy paste and then having to either redo or abandon the approach. And I have had at least two examples where we abandoned the efforts we were making on performance because we didn't put enough time on the assessment and didn't do the pilot early on. Ah, so you didn't really take that consultative approach to ask a lot of questions and figure out what really needed to be solved instead saying, hey, we already have this thing. Let's just plug it in and see how it works. And then sometimes that doesn't work out very well. Oftentimes it doesn't. And in fact, it was the examples have to do with the business decided the urgency and to hurry things up more quickly. And there's a way to be more deliberate on the timing and the assessment. So if you're going to accelerate execution, not the expense of the assessment on the front end, because you'll wind up having to redo the work. Yeah, of course. What do you see as one of the biggest challenges out there in talent development right now? We are tackling so many broad human behavior issues at once. So two things that come to mind that actually correlate to one another, one of them is inclusion and equity, and the other one is the hybrid workplace. So the culture of the organization, we've all learned when we all went to virtual work at once, that the culture was you know, harder to bring forward in a virtual world. So now that companies are moving back to hybrid and any of the work that any organization has done over the past two years to make sure that we operated similarly while remote, we have to figure out how to harness that when people start coming back. What I described at an earlier point in this podcast about the, the procedural justice versus the distributive justice, Will people who are working remotely feel like the odd man out when there's a group of people taking the conversation in a specific direction? What we've done at my company, and we actually are in the audiovisual sound space, is we, when we have a small group on site, everybody logs in. And so that we have the same, instead of a a video of a group of people and then a bunch of faces, every individual has a face represented in the virtual room, regardless Mm. of whether they're present. Now, there are things to take into consideration, such as sound and feedback, and you have to test those things out to make that happen. But that's one consideration of returning to a hybrid approach while maintaining inclusion and equity in the room. Yeah, which is going to be such a big factor as Mm -hmm. so many companies go to this hybrid model, flex work schedule, or some people can be in the office and and many people don't, and a couple days a week here and there and that sort of thing. Everybody's just trying to figure this out right now, and we'll probably have to do another episode on that in the future. Related to that, Karina, what would you say is the biggest trend that you're following right now in talent development? Uh, the future of work in the hybrid field really in the mm-hmm. hybrid workplace is it. And I, uh, because we've been on a two-year journey of, at my organization, diversity and inclusion initiative and a council that we formed and so forth, mm-hmm. it's that what I had just described earlier, that's the one I'm paying the most attention to and the one I want to make sure doesn't forego inclusiveness in the workplace. 
Mm. So, so, so important. And it is, like we said, it's a big trend that's going to be impacting so many companies, especially if you're global in any way, or you've got a distributed workforce, that sort of thing. Right. Karina, has there been a book or a TED talk that you often recommend or had a big impact for you either recently or at some point in your career? Yeah, my favorites are Growth Mindset by Carol Dweck. As a one of the TED Talks that's very noteworthy. I come back to many times, I share with our managers. And another one is there was a TED Talk that Dan Pink did on his book, Drive, about mm. uh, the surprising truth about what motivates us. And it is relevant to the discussion we've had all day. Mm. The idea is that pay is what motivates people, but it's not. And we've been able to prove through the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic motivation, the pay for performance rewards, carrots and sticks works for mechanistic work, but knowledge work, it actually undermines performance. Mm. And so those two are pretty key. One of them is dated, but it's still relevant today. Yeah. Those are two game changers right there. That book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success by uh, Dr. Carol Dweck from Stanford absolutely changed my life. It's one that I've written about in my book and talked about in all of my keynotes because I want more people to be exposed to that idea of shifting from a fixed to a growth mindset. It's it's a game changer. Absolutely. Karina, is there a tool or a resource that you use often or that you highly recommend? You know, one of the tools that I've begun to use was my effort to tackle how to meet with the executive team and be able to, you know, when you're in a room with an, ex- an executive group and you have flip charts and so forth, and you can present people's ideas and capture it, it kind of generates a lot of energy and it builds, builds, builds. Uh, and the people in the room are able to engage. So I began using Mural. I don't know if you're familiar with the tool Mural. Yeah. And built some of the techniques that the team was using previously and so that we can engage in a manner that allowed people to still see visually. There's a way to zoom in on the material and structure your templates so that people still get the same sense while, you know, in different places around the world, similar to the experience that we had back in the day when we were in place uh, uh, on site, I should say. I like that. All right. And I've, yeah, I've used that as long as, as well as their competitor, I think Miro, they do similar things. And I've done some design thinking work virtually with that, with those tools, which is great. Last question for you, Karina, for those out there in the talent development world who are looking for new ways to accelerate their career success or become more successful in their careers. What's one more piece of advice you would give? I honestly think that your network, you may have heard this expression, your network Mm -hmm. is your net worth. The more you can network with people in the community and and find ways to network, even though we've now gone to, it's actually a hybrid network today, and meet people who are similarly situated and and learn from one another. We're a generous community. The Talent Development Think Tank is one of my favorites, as mentioned earlier, but that's something that you want to get early on. Plus, um, if there's a way for you to get a mentor, I'm actually mentoring two people who are early in their career right now, that will also help you a lot because having the perspective of somebody who's attempted to implement the practices that you learn potentially in school is really good complementary insight to have to the approach in your, in your field. Yeah. So build your network, find a mentor. I don't, nothing has been more instrumental to my career success than having a network and uh, all the job opportunities I've gotten, business opportunities come from relationships and also having coaches and mentors over the last few years that have really helped push me and guide me towards the things I wanted to achieve. And so I'm a big proponent of that. I talked about it in my book and the Talent Development Think Tank, as you mentioned, is a resource where not only do we have calls every week where people can connect with each other, we also do networking once a month where people can show up and connect with other people one-on-one and get to know. You never know where that next conversation is going to lead you. You know, it might be a 
future manager or an employee or a, a client or a, a partner or just a good friend who can yeah. support you, you know, on your journey or someone you can call and say like, Hey, I'm trying to implement this thing. No idea what I'm doing. I heard you did it before. Like, can we talk? Right. And then yeah. you can get answers to your questions. So I love that. I appreciate it. Karina, again, for anybody who is wanting to get in touch with you, LinkedIn, I think is the, the best way to do that. Yeah. LinkedIn is the best way to do that. I do check it regularly being in talent development and talent overseeing talent acquisition in many of my paths of my career. I kind of live on that platform and I'm happy to network with anybody and provide support and resources and help and advice and point people in certain directions if they need it. So 100% good to do that. Love it. Make sure you connect with both of us on LinkedIn. Karina, thank you again for being here for all the wisdom that you've shared and the lessons from your career. I appreciate it. I'm I'm grateful that we're connected and you're part of the think tank and appreciate you sharing today and hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah, very good. Thank you so much, Andy. It was great. All right. Take care. That will do it for my bonus Q&A conversation with Karina Napuri from QSC. I hope you enjoyed that and got some value from it. I always do. I want to remind you that Karina is a member of the Talent Development Think Tank community, and we'll probably do another call in the community soon about talent and performance management because it seems to be a popular and hot topic. And Karina obviously has some great experience in this area. So if you want to be a part of that, if you're not part of a community that is inclusive and community-based, and what I mean by that is, you know, if you join ATD or some of these other associations and they do monthly or weekly meetings, typically there's a speaker who talks almost the entire time. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can join webinars all day long, every day of the week. I wanted to create something different that was really about community and about including everybody involved and hearing from all the different voices in the room. That's what we try to do in the Talent Development Think Tank. We do bring in great guest speakers, but we also want to hear from everybody else the other members who are in the room. And we want to hear from you as well. So feel free to reach out to me or you can find more information on our website by going to tdtt.us as in Talent Development Think Tank. That's tdtt.us. And when you join, you can use the code HOTSEAT, H-O-T-S-E-A-T, for 10% off. I want to remind you also that our podcast is sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. Advantage is a professional services firm dedicated to providing a continuous stream of creative learning and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to be the best at what they do. Advantage helps organizations develop great people. and You can find out more information on their website, advantageperformance.com. And finally, I want to remind you that I have a book. That's right. I have a book. If you haven't read it yet... The book is called Own Your Career, Own Your Life, Stop Drifting and Take Control of Your Future. It's available on Amazon. We have over 250 positive reviews on there, I believe. And I've been speaking in organizations all across the world, really, virtually for the last couple of years, about this topic to inspire people to take ownership of their careers. The book has received so much great feedback from people who say they wish they had it earlier in their careers, but at least they have it now, which is exactly why I wrote it to be a resource for people to truly take ownership of their careers and prepare for the future. So check that out if you haven't gotten it already. We have some free resources on our website. If you go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com, you can find out more about the book and get the free resources. And if you're interested in having me come speak in your organization about owning your career, reach out to me and we'll see if it's a fit. Andy at andystorch.com. All right. That's a lot of links and information. I hope you found something relevant for you. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, please share it with others. And I thank you again for listening and I will talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. 
If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.